Hi, I'm Maria T. Harris with Bello Sews on social media. Welcome back to Sew Over 50 podcast on Sew Organised Style. Stay listening. Sew Organised Style podcast acknowledges traditional owners of country throughout Australia. We pay our respects to Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander cultures and to the Elders past, present and emerging. Thanks for joining us on Sew Over 50 podcast. Sew Over 50 intersects with all communities. Yolanda Woodland, also so modest, on Instagram was recently featured in Silver 50 Stories. She sews great clothes and Yolanda also gives her time to pattern test for a few designers. Yolanda, thanks for being today's Silver 50 guest. Oh, you're very welcome. I'm very thankful to be a part of it. I'm quite pleased that, you know, when I saw that you had been on Silver 50's Stories, that I just had to get you onto the podcast because you've got such great style. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. I, you know, I was like really excited because I, I, at first I had no idea that they had featured me so many times and they started sending it to me and I'm like, oh my goodness. You know, it was actually an honor to me. I just really just post things. I like the hashtag because I had read a lot about So Over 50 because I didn't know what it was about at first when I first saw it. And then I started to go onto the page and start reading about what the history was of why they were doing it. And then I remember they started using the hashtag so over ageism and stuff like that. And I'm like, oh, because I remember how I first noticed it. And they were talking about how there's not a lot of 50 and older on the front of patterns. And I was like, you know, honestly, I remember a long time ago when I was a little girl, because I actually started sewing, you know, messing around with sewing when I was about 10 years old. So when I used to look at patterns back then, you used to see a few times you would see older, but not so much. But in like now, not much at all. And I didn't really notice it until I ran into so over 50 page and they were talking about that. And I was like, oh, yeah, you know, that is right. And so that's what kind of made me want to start using the hashtag all the time, you know, because it, it brings more attention to the fact that you know, just because we're over 50 and I'm like halfway between <laughs> 50 and 60. So it's like, you know, we have style, you know, and it doesn't have to be, you know, a frumpy style. It doesn't have to be, you know, what people think that once you reach 50 or older, you know, it doesn't have to be that, you know, and, and I've always been about style. I've always loved fashion you know, my mom used to sew, but, and I got into it and I did it like just for everything. I used to do a lot of it. Some of my biggest things that I do like to do is I like to refashion. I love refashioning, you know, and I'm finding that now that we're in this age where, you know, we're trying to not be so wasteful. It's more fun to me. It, you know, it's satisfying if I could say, because I like to take things. I like to I'm an avid thrifter, so I find a lot of things in thrift stores and stuff that I like to use and turn into different things. Some of the things that you'll see that you might have seen, they were made from other things. I posted a jacket not too long ago, and I made it from a Christmas tree skirt. So I use different things, and so I love what they stand for. I really do. Mm -hmm. The work that you're doing in pattern testing Mm -hmm. and the fact that those indie pattern designers are actually using your image mm-hmm. to showcase their patterns is another way of showing the visibility of people over 50 in the sewing community. Yes. You know, and, and then it, it not only just about the age, but also, 
you know, before everything was about being a certain size. Everything was about being mm-hmm. a certain height. And now, not because so, I mean, most people, they always, when they see my photos, they're always like, you know, I thought you were tall. And I'm like, no, I'm only five foot one. But in my photos, I do look tall. You know, now I guess we're heard more, I want to say. Yeah. You know, not so much just kind of pushed to the back a little bit. For lack of better words, you know, we're heard more because, and it's not a focus on, oh, we're not in the young crowd or we're not in the the tall and this and that. And we still have style. That's That's it. And I love it. I do. In that place where whatever I'm wearing, you know, I'm not at a place where they're saying, oh, well, you shouldn't be wearing that because you're 50 or older or whatever. That's <laughs> so, right. And that's what I do enjoy most about it. Can you tell us how you developed your Instagram name? My Instagram name I developed, believe it or not, because I started participating in So Your View, it's been almost two years now. And I didn't have an Instagram handle. I have actually a couple of Instagram pages, but on my one Instagram page, it's kind of private and it's with my family and stuff like that. I don't like to have, you know, everybody have access to it. Yep. So I was like, I need to come up with something, some kind of sewing handle because I don't have a sewing handle. I just thought like, just, I was going to call it just so that didn't really mm-hmm. ring for me. And I was like, so, so Mardeth. Cause Mardeth is my middle name. Oh, okay. That's what everybody asked me. Well, where did you get that name from? And I don't know. <laughs> I don't know the history of it. I just know that I was named after my grandfather, my maternal grandfather. Yeah. Th- that's how the Mardeth comes into play. And because I already have my personal pages, Yolanda Mardeth. I wanted to not use both. And so I came up with, instead of saying just so Mardez, I said, so, so Mardez. And that's really how it came up. And it stuck. It just stuck. And I like it. And it was that simple. Sounds good. So where else can we find you online? I'm on Facebook as Yolanda Mardez. I have another Instagram page that it's being redeveloped because it's going to go along with my website, which is Kobe's Closet. It's K-O-B-I apostrophe S Closet, C-L-O-S-E-T. Yep. That's my daughter's. Her name is Jacoby. So it's named after her. And so um, that's my website is Kobe's Closet. My other Instagram page is Kobe's Closet. And so that's what right now we're in the process of developing it and kind of combining those two together. And I also... <laughs> have another page that's being developed because I have what's coming out as a sewing prompt page right? where we're going to do every month, we'll be doing a sewing prompt. It's going to be a swap. We're still in the development stages. We're still putting things together. It'll be like a swap where we swap certain things every month. Great. Well, you could be in Sydney. You can be wherever, because my friend that's developing it with me, she's in California. And so we developed this a few months ago and we've been working on it and we've been doing trial, you know, a trial period with just me and her. So you can swap with your friend, you can swap with your long distance friend, you can swap with a neighbor, whoever your sole person is, it doesn't matter. And it'll be a different prompt every month. Like one month, it may be an embellishment, it may be fabric, it may be a pattern, it may be things like that. So that's kind of what we're working on and putting together. Now we've 
putting the finishing touches on it at this point. And that'll be another, that page is not yet up yet, but we'll have it up and it's going to be a swap and sew page. Okay. And so that's something to look forward to. Yes. Mm -hmm. Hopefully within the next month or two, I don't want to get too far into the year, (laughs) you know, (laughs) before we get it going, but I got so many things going on at the same time. So hopefully we can get it going with it, you know, at least by mm, just before the spring, maybe. Okay. Um, Hopefully we'll have it up, but you'll definitely see once we get going, you'll definitely um, see that. You do a lot of pattern testing. Mm -hmm. So from your experience, what features do you see make a good sewing pattern? I've sewn so many different patterns. And the one thing that I've come to like recently is I just really got into PDF patterns. Mm -hmm. I didn't know much about PDF patterns. I just really got into it probably about two years ago. I shied away from it a lot because I didn't realize that you can print them. And I saw it. I had no idea. As long as I've been sewing, I had no idea. And so the one thing that, that I like about those patterns, which normally is the ones that you're testing, is that the sizes are better for me as opposed to the commercial patterns. The sizes, the way they fit to me, even though you can grade a commercial pattern, for me, the PDF patterns are so much better for grading. I like the fact that the structure, because they're sturdier, that may not matter to some people, but for me, it does because I've been using commercial patterns for years and it can just be a problem you know, with the thin paper and and the fit to me, I don't know, it's something different about the fit because my proportions are not, maybe they don't match. I don't know because I have like really small waistline, but then I have nice size hips. It's a big variance. Yeah. And so I like patterns that you can print it. You know, most people think it's like a lot, but it's not. Once you learn how to put them together It's nice because you can print certain areas in whatever size you want, you know, if it's the bust area. And because of my proportions, I like patterns that kind of cater to, you know, the way you're proportioned. Yeah. Because a lot of them don't. So I found myself always having to do a lot of trying to size the patterns differently. And it's harder when it's a commercial pattern as opposed to um, when you're pattern testing I also like the fact that you can you know give feedback you can tell them things that may not work and they change it they'll make those changes and and that makes for an even better pattern that makes for even better so because when they make those different changes in the patterns then they redo it and that's good for us yeah you know that's good for us and then I like the fact that you can use it over and over you know, so I have many different reasons why I like it, you know, and the pattern testing. And I like the fact that I can participate and help someone with their ideas that they've come up with, with these patterns, you know, and the opportunity for me is, is I love it. I love to have that opportunity. It sounds like you work very closely with the designers that you pattern test for. Well, yes, because with Rebecca Page, being a brand ambassador, even though they're in the UK, You know, we do correspond quite often. Of course, it's through email and stuff like that. We have a Facebook group that we talk through, but we do correspond. And then I did do a pattern testing for a young lady that she's just starting her pattern line. Right. 
and we got to do a beautiful dress, beautiful dress. And, and I don't struggle a whole lot with, you know, cause sometimes when they're doing pattern testing and they're just coming with a new pattern, it may be really off. Mm. And that's what they're trying to tweak. You know, they're trying to get it to a place where once they start to reproduce it, you're not going to have all these issues. And so I like the fact that they're choosing, you know, they choose people to work with them to help them do this. I've sold quite a few um, new pattern producers. Dewana Chandler, I don't know if you're familiar with Dewana Chandler. She is Dewana M. Chandler on Instagram. And also I did one for So Much Jazz, Hmm. Jasmine Chandler. And I wasn't a pattern tester, but I tried out their patterns and I made a garment, but they made beautiful patterns. And it's the same thing. Like I said, I love them because I like the fact that you can, it's so many ways that you can make it work for you. I like all kinds of patterns. I do. Now that I've learned how to use those, Mm -hmm. that's like the best thing ever. Are there any sewing tools that you enjoy using that make your sewing life easier? You know, believe it or not, one of the things that makes sewing easier for me that most people would be surprised is chalk. Yep. Well, I do use like all of the different marking pins that they have, but I use like regular chalk like they use on the chalkboard in the classroom. Oh, really? Yes. Mm -hmm. And I buy like the box of chalk and I also use, have you ever seen the big chalk that they use on the sidewalk? Like the kids write on, I use that a lot because it tends to, it marks easy. Right. You know what I'm saying? And they have different colors and it depends on what I'm doing. But a lot of times I use like the regular chalk. You know, I have all kind of chalk markers. I have all kind of disappearing pens. But for me, chalk is one of my favorite things to use. Yep. And also I fell in love with the rotary cutter. Oh, good. I agree. <laughs> yeah. I, I went years, you know, with the scissors, you know, I, and I always had the best scissors. I spent quite a bit of money on scissors. Mm-hmm. Um, but in recent years, I started using the rotary cutter. I did a couple of quilts before years ago. And that's when I used it because I thought that's what it was for. And I started to see recently that I'm like, wait a minute. So they use the rotary cutters to, to cut out patterns and stuff like that. And so, so those two things are like my favorite things now because I use the rotary cutter for everything now. Oh, that's awesome. So, yeah. Yeah. I try to stay away from the scene ripper. <laughs> I don't know if that's everybody's friend, but, but those are my two favorite things is, is a good piece of chalk and plenty of blades for my rotary cutter. Oh, good. Yeah, sounds like you've got it down pat. Yeah, I love it. I do. When did you discover the Sew for 50 community? Oh, my goodness. I'm going to say probably now. I saw it a few times, maybe about two years ago. And I really got really started really following them. It's been about a year now that I really started just following along with what they were doing. And they do all kinds of challenges and stuff like that. And so I've been trying to, it's so many of them now, but I try to keep up with that one a lot. I'm trying to organize my time now because I've got so many things going on, but it's been now probably about a year that I really, really started following them really closely. Just really enjoying seeing the things that they're doing, you know, the things that they stand for. That's great. What advice would you give listeners who are thinking about pattern testing for the sewing community? I would say go for it. Even if it's only once, I think everybody should try it. For me, I like, like I said, participating. 
I like the fact that I can be a part of, you know, something that's somebody's trying to grow their business or, you know, that part I like. And then it's just, it's a challenge. And depending on what you're pattern testing for, it can be a serious challenge. The last one I did was quite challenging. It was quite challenging, but it was worth it in the end. It was worth it in the end. Um, And it does challenge you, like I said, depending on what you're doing it for, you know, what type of garment it is and stuff like that. Cause it's, they have different ones. Cause even now when I'm doing, when they're getting ready to come out with the new pattern for Rebecca page, they have other things. They have not just garments, but they have um, like purses and overnight bags. And so they have lots of different things. Mm. They even have crochet Oh, really? That you can do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't do a whole lot of crochet and I only know basic crochet. They have so much. I mostly do garments though. I don't do the bags, but I like, I like doing the garments, especially now they've come out with the curvy line. They're introducing one of their patterns that they already have. They're introducing a curvy size, curvy sizes. Oh, good. Which is great. Yeah. Which is really great. You know, cause like I said, with me, my proportion. I can take one of their regular patterns and, you know, maybe do my upper area and then use the curvy to complete my look. Um, And I would say that if you get the opportunity, it might feel scary at first because it was really scary to me at first because it's just like, oh, I don't know if I'm going to do this right. But, you know, they work with you really well and everybody has groups. Anybody that you do a pattern testing for, or if you're a brand ambassador, they have private groups that you can ask questions and, you know, give feedback, critique and different things like that. So I say, if you get the opportunity, go for it. You know, they're always asking, you know, there's always different companies or different uh, sewists asking for pattern testing. I feel like if you get the opportunity to do it, at least try it once. Yeah. Just try it once. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I just want to say thank you. I just want to thank you guys so much for the opportunity. Thank you for the things that you do with the, because the, you have a lot of informative things on your podcast, first of all, and also so over 50. I, I've said it probably several times in this podcast, but I just, I like what you stand for. I do. And, and I wish that I, I'm, you know, I want to watch and see it grow and grow and grow because it is a lot of people out there you know, the, the the older people like us, we're not just sitting around making quilts. We're actually making nice stuff, you know, and we look good in it. We do. So, yeah, you know, so actually it's such a pleasure that you guys noticed me and, and decided to make me a part of this. And I really appreciate that. And I'm so thankful to have the opportunity to be able to speak with you, to sit down and to meet you. And hopefully in the near future, I'll get to do some more things, you know. Yeah, that'd be great whatever you guys have going on. And, you know, if you want to talk to me again, I'm, you know, just let me know. Cause I, I really appreciate you guys. Oh, Yolanda, it'll be really great. You know, in the future, when you've got all of those balls that you're juggling in the air that you can come back mm-hmm. and tell us how it's all going. I definitely will. And I'm always on the page looking at the things that they're doing. So whenever I can, you know, uh, squeeze in some of the stuff that they have going on, then most definitely. Yolanda, it sounds like 2022 is going to be a great year for you. I hope so. I hope so. (laughs) So far, it's starting off good. Great. And I hope to keep it that way. Yes. 
sounds wonderful. Thank you again. Oh, you're very welcome. It was my pleasure. Mine too. I'm so thankful that I've gotten to meet you. So thank you again. Have a lovely day, listeners. This episode for So Over 50 Podcast on Soul Organized Style was produced by me, Maria Thea Harris, with permission of Yolanda, soundbybensound.com. You can subscribe to Soul Organized Style Podcast, but with an S, not a Z, on all good podcast apps. There are many great So Over 50 guests on Soul Organized Style Podcast that I hope you'll go back and listen to. Many thanks to our Patreon supporters who keep this podcast going. Every podcast is free and we aim to keep you company and encourage you to sew more often. Post any questions or suggestions you have on our Instagram account at Style, or on our website at www.soulorganisedstyle.com or on our Facebook page. We look forward to joining you in your sewing room next time. Stay safe, everyone. <laughs>